Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right. Uh, Yankees obviously uh, make some news yesterday, and uh, general manager joins us now, Brian Cashman. Welcome, Cash. How are you? I'm doing all right, Mike. How are you doing? All righty. Uh, first, happy Thanksgiving. Um uh, all right. Uh, your thoughts on yesterday? I, I heard uh, your remarks from your conference call, but uh, your thoughts on uh, Lant making the first trade of the uh, of the hot stove season? Well, I mean, uh, obviously trying to address areas of need. You know, or uh, we're in a in a window of of near term effort with trying to 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 win a championship, and obviously Seattle's. Uh, regrouping and, and playing the long game now, and so we're in a position to match up. You know uh, where we will hopefully get two good, healthy, productive years of Paxton at the very least, and you know in exchange for you know a number of control years, uh, you know six years of Swanson and Sheffield and and Dom Williams, and and obviously dreaming on their ceilings. So we matched up well, and and uh, I thought it was something we were going to have to do, and uh, hopefully it benefits both parties. You know, uh, you made it clear that this was uh, an objective and a kind of a priority. What what did you like so much about Paxton? You know, obviously left-handed yep. uh, for the New York Yankees. I you know that, that speaks to itself, but agreed. Obviously, you know, big arm. Uh, you know, uh, one of the the better available starters, I think, uh, you know, in the marketplace. Um, clearly, we believe and hope that he's trending in the right direction. You know, the 200 strikeouts certainly stand out last year, um, and uh, you know, so I, I feel over the last, or we feel over the last three years, he's he's starting to figure it out and put it together and build upon uh, some things, and knowing how to to go about his business, both you know, in between starts and obviously on game day, and clearly when he has the ball in his on the mound, you know, every fifth day he's he's pretty competitive and and has had a lot of success. So hopefully that'll translate, you know, uh, right here into the Bronx as well. We'll see. Do you like the idea that the innings, the gradual climb the last couple of years through the innings, like from where he is to where he went to 160 this year, from 120 to one whatever it was, 15 to 32 or 160, it was like a climb each year. Yeah, you know, he had 31 starts if you include his minor leagues uh, in 2016, you know, so he had, uh, but on the major league side he had 20 of those starts in 2016, 11 in the minor leagues and so yeah, he built up uh, major leagues from 121 innings to 136 to 160 and um, you know, obviously his success continued to ri- rise as well with that. So it feels like he's progressing, learning about how to go about being, you know, a competitive major leaguer and and uh, he's had his nicks and 
bumps along the way, but yep. nothing. But you know, as we did our deep dive, nothing that would scare us off. But also, not to diminish that either. You know, obviously he's had issues, but when he's had them, he's had to take a time out, and then he recovers from them. And and so, uh, and it doesn't appear to be anything shoulder or elbow related that at least would be a predictable outcome. So the risk factor on him is the same typically as any pitcher. Uh, but hopefully, you know, over time he's learned uh, his craft and, and he's continuing to have some takeaways of, of what's going to keep him on the mound and successful. And so, you know, hopefully he can carry that into the Bronx and, and follow it up with uh, two really good years as he approaches free agency. You and I both know this place isn't for everybody. Uh, we learn that all the time. We know it all the time. And, and it doesn't mean that it's, it's, it's not a knock. It just isn't. Uh, makeup come into this with him or not really? I mean, we did as much as we could. You know, there's a lot of former Yankees playing on that uh, team, and uh, we certainly had our personnel reach out to anybody and everybody that uh, has either played alongside of them or coached with them and and to do as much deep dive as we could about uh, the person. And and ultimately, it comes back to uh, the word uh, competitor, uh, good teammate, you know, gets along great in the clubhouse, uh, works his tail off, all those things that came back. You know, that was – Unanimous, consistently coming back from from every outlet, we would come, we'd have every string we were able to pull on, and so you know, as as you would expect, as as our fans would want, we're pulling on every string we possibly can. Uh, it doesn't guarantee that it'll play the same way here, um, but you know, but you have to go through those motions nonetheless. All right, where does that leave you right now with your starting pitching? How do you feel? I mean, better than I did the day before. Are you um, still looking for one more guy? Absolutely. I mean, you know, obviously, once we had CC in the fold, we we felt we had to at least get two more guys back back into this as imports, and so obviously now Paxton's one of those, and and we'll continue our you know our, our focus on the rotation and and whether that's a free agent. Would that be Hap plus, or is that Hap would fill that, or would that be Hap plus? Well, it, it's going to be somebody. I mean, uh, but uh, no, I mean, it was going to be two past CC. So now Paxton's one of those two. Okay, so, so now that we one, one more. more, one more. Okay. I mean, I'm not opposed to to, to doing anything and everything else, but it, but for the most part, I think just sensible. Uh, we're going to plug and play with one more uh, and and see where that takes us. But yeah, it took a month to to get something to line up here with Seattle. So I don't know how much longer it's going to take between the free agents or trades and stuff like that. But we're going to stay engaged and. And there's a number of different players available on the board, and and uh, but we're in a better place, I think, today for the trade we just made yesterday, um, and you know we'll continue to evaluate uh, what and hopefully pull something down. I, you know, if I could do, wave the magic wand, I'd do it yesterday, but it just doesn't work that way. How about the shortstop situation? Yeah, it's still something we're kicking around. Obviously, it's not a deep position in terms of availability. There are some that are defensive uh, first available players in the marketplace, especially in free agency. Um, there's a uh, there's a, an abundance of players that you can acquire uh, via trade or free agency on the uh, on the on the market for second base, which would mean swinging uh, Gleyber Torres are over. You, are you are you okay with that? I mean, is that something you're not against, or are you against it? I'm not against it. Okay. I mean, it's his natural position. It's, okay. it's just we're still in the evaluation mode of, of cost of acquisition. How does it look like when the dust settles? When would he, he prefer to play short? Uh, I would say yes. I mean, okay. it's his natural position. I've not okay. asked him that question. Okay. I just want to. Um, but I would. I got to believe that you know something that he's done his entire life, uh, and you could even see. You know, I think second base is still a developing skill for him. Yep. Where shortstop, it just comes. You know, obviously, you see 
the bigger range and big, the bigger plays there at short because I just think it's something that you know he's used to. Or second base, I think he's still he's not a finished product there, and um, uh, so there is the argument to just leave him at second to finish him off versus playing playing him over at short for three months and then moving him back to second and then having him you know continue that journey. Uh, so we're, we're wrestling with weighing that versus what's available and, and, and ultimately what's going to globally impact us the best in terms of weighing the cost. If we could waiver the wand and do whatever we wanted, you know, what's the best thing to do. And, and so we, we haven't determined that yet. And we're still in the information gathering mode about costs associated with acquisition, whether it's free agent or trade still. If he turned out, if you moved him to short, is there a chance when Didi came back, he wouldn't play short and, and you would move Didi to a different position? Is that possible? I would hope not, you know, because Didi's pretty spectacular. But what if um, what if he was even better? I, I don't see that happening. Oh, you don't? Okay. Uh, no, I'll be honest. I mean, Didi's I mean, really good. I agree. Yeah, He's really good. I mean, like somehow Didi would have to have declined from, you know, right. from surgery and stuff, which yeah, I guess it's always possible. Right. But, but uh, you know, in terms of who's a better shortstop and who who would project moving forward, it's still Didi. And yeah, and no, so, Didi's a terrific shortstop. I agree. Yeah. But I don't know what the kid is at short. I haven't seen him enough to know. But he might be. I don't know if he's. Is he? He's probably considered to be a pretty decent shortstop, right? You know, he's good. His range, I guess, is a. Uh, it's not. You know, he doesn't have the best range, but he's got great instincts. So I think he's. A, I think as we move forward, his best position is second base, okay, uh, or or third, um, just because you know that the position there is short with the with the range factor. I think is certainly. Something that would be in your best interest uh, defensive profile with massive range is the best defender. Gotcha. And, and, and although the you can make that up with great hands and great instincts, which which uh, Torres has all those, but but I don't think he has that range factor that uh, some of the other uh, good ones for that position do, and that's why I think he plays better over eventually over at second base. And there's obviously short term though. There's a lot of ob- options at second base. Clearly, a lot more at se- than there is at short. There is a lot of trade options. There's a lot of free agent options. So. Um, but again, you know, our main focus currently is uh, is the pitching side of this thing. We're not putting anything on the back burner, but but you know, obviously that's that's going to be the most impactful thing for us. And I think there's less, um, uh, you know, abilities to to import some of those than it is on on the infield side. So that's why our, our we're going to laser focus still on the pitching well ahead of everything else, I think. How about the uh, release, the relief uh, part of this? How, how do you feel about your bullpen right now as far as what you are, know you have coming back and your options with the other guys? I feel like we need to address things still. I mean, obviously right now, dust settles. We have Chapman and Batanzas and Green and Holder and and uh, and then if Canley can resuscitate, and obviously Sessa, you know, he'll be out of options and Tarpley and uh, Cole and those guys. But but you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, I'd like to figure a way to either bring back what we lost to free agency, whether it was Britton or Robertson or both, or or somehow replace them via free agency as well as uh, you know, you could always do that in the trade factor too. So I uh, definitely need to tend the garden in the bullpen as well as finish off that rotation and then hope knock on wood it stays healthy even though that stuff doesn't ever occur. So well, we know that. I mean, but uh, you gotta have you gotta have enough because you're always gonna have injuries, which you, uh, last year showed you. We're talking with Brian Cashman. How about first base? You said yesterday not a priority. Where, where do you sit right now with your first base situation? It's voids uh, to lose, bird to take. Uh, not a priority in the fact that you know I got 
you know, because of what Voigt did and honored you know the projections uh, that we did have on him in the minor leagues, uh, that he showed that he could carry that type of weight in the big league level. Um, you know, it's not going to be a priority. It doesn't mean that we won't be open-minded to to ideas that come our way. But because we have some heavy lifting in other categories, I think it's more of a back burner and feel good that we have controllable, cost-effective uh, um, people there that, and in Boyd's case, really produced at the high level when it counted the most. And so um, we'll see where that might take us. No guarantees, but but yeah, my focus currently is, is on the other areas that we talked about. You and the people you employ uh, get paid to make a decision on whether that was a one-year wonder or that's what we're going to see from Voight. Where do you come down on that? Right now, we'll, uh, we'll play on that there's more gas in that tank um and again but that, but while doing that yeah, be open-minded if things come if things develop over time that that make more sense or is more of a safer play but it, if we don't necessarily have an abundance of dollars to be throwing around uh so uh, i need to allocate the money for the more obvious needs and then and then see you know when the dust settles how much is left and and uh, and if it's worth deploying in another arena but again we got we're pretty impressed with what Luke Voigt did and oh. and we can't deny that Bird still has a ceiling uh despite obviously uh, the frustrations that he and we and and as well as our fan base fan base has experienced because he's really the injuries have denied his ability to be the player he's capable of being so but it doesn't mean that he still doesn't you know uh, possess those abilities it's just time will tell whether he'll ever be you know what he had a chance to be so we'll see baseball's a funny game you know uh, and we're talking about Brian Cashman how a guy like Voigt can have the impact he had on the Yankees and a guy like Pierce had the impact he had on the Red Sox you know you never know where it's coming from no that is correct uh, and uh, so we'll see what happens but hopefully you know we I had some good good uh, advice that ran us into Voigt and again I've got a lot of good quality people surrounding me giving me advice all the time so hopefully uh, we can run into some more good opportunities that present themselves this winter that that can impact us in a really positive way like Boyd did this past season. Two uh, screaming questions. Number one, uh, is it more likely the last starter comes from a trade or a free agent, or is it 50-50? It's tough to say still. Um, You know, I think, you know, we are engaged with teams still on trade discussions and uh, clearly engaged with the free agent market. So um, we're in a better position because we – We've gotten one of the two uh, starters now in the fold and, uh, with Paxton, but uh, so I think it gives us a little bit of a uh, the ability to be more patient or disciplined in our next chess move. But but at the same time, you know, I need to to impact this club in a in a real positive way. And and you know, I think we all would like to put our heads on a pillow as we go into spring training, feeling like you know the 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 winter effort was was a strong one. It won't guarantee. You know anything because you know how long a six-month season is, and 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 you know performing here in the Bronx, the American League East, and obviously staying healthy. All those things are are difficult in the pitching world, but but at the end of it all, I I definitely uh, and we definitely want to impact for our fan base. Uh, there's some opportunities here that I don't think we can miss. So so hopefully we'll be able to get something done here sooner than later, and and that we'll be proud of, and at least can dream big on. So we'll see. And also, there's a couple of high-ticket items out there that we all know about, and you are the Yankees. Everyone wants you to come kick the tires. What's the chances? We kick the tires on everything. I mean, I, I think we've uh, we've been a lot more disciplined over the course of uh, the last number of years sure than, have, than yeah. our history has been. So we're connected constantly, but I think that we, 
uh, we're constantly. Does that mean you're out make, of that game or not out of that game? Well, like we're ever out of the game. You know, we imported a big contract last year via trade. That's yes. no different than a free agent signing, so to speak, with that kind of money commitment. So, so I think that's a demonstration of that we are, you know, big game, you know, uh, hunters and can play on big stuff no matter what. Uh, and but I just think I'd like to think that we're very uh, disciplined in the process and careful and you know, as we should be. Uh, and hopefully, you know, again, uh, I think the process has served us well here. You know, hopefully it'll lead us into a good decision-making mode as we are forced to make some tough calls, uh, whatever they're going to be as we move forward. So I think there's still a lot more information to be gathered, both on financial expectations as well as, you know, makeup assessments and fits here for our club and in, in our universe. And I think that work is you know, on the bigger ticket items is still yet to be had, but, uh, Obviously, tis the season to do it. Machado's not in Didi's class as a shortstop. Not a lot of guys are. But do you think he's a workable shortstop, or you don't look at him as a shortstop long term? He played shortstop in the World Series for the National League champion Dodgers. So you know, obviously, he's good enough to assist getting a team to to the, to a World Series contending situation. So um, I can't say he can't play it. Uh, obviously, his best position is third, uh, but uh, he obviously. Finished the full year in his free agent walk year as as a shortstop. So, and and is, would Harper be a guy that is first base something that is a serious consideration in in anything with him? Do you look at him as an outfield prospect or as a guy who also could play first base? You know, I I know he's athletic and I know he's capable. I'm sure of doing a lot of different things, um, but it's hard to. You know, from my perspective, I think to place financial bets to that category uh, on a change of position. Um, Makes so, sense. I agree with that. That's so a good point. Very I good point. I can't deny that, you know, he's a very gifted and talented individual, but, uh, you know, I, I don't see in reality that, you know, uh, you know, that would be a safe bet, um, but I wouldn't rule anything out with the, with anything because that's our job. We're, our job is to evaluate all options and, and see how they fit in our universe and, and uh you know, and we have listen. I've been around a long time. You've been covering us for a long time, and our fans have been watching us for a long time. So, what may or may not fit today doesn't mean it won't fit tomorrow. So, the, the universe is constantly changing, and and uh, and it's just up to us to be, a, you know, capable of pivoting, adjusting, and and open-minded to different options at at, at a moment's notice. So, uh, as we continue to walk this path, we're gonna. Stay engaged with all players in the marketplace and and uh, continue to evaluate it, and, and then ownership eventually dictate the final call. And there's a there's some interesting starting pitches that could be on either list. Uh, how many guys would you say in the round number that you'd be interested in? Is there is it a wide number or is it more of a uh, more economical number? Um, well, I guess it depends on the definition of wide, but I'd say there's probably, if I had to guess, just not guess, but you know. Right. There's probably you know between the trade and free agents, there's ten or eleven yeah, guys. Yeah, I would think so. That's a, that's that, a fair number. Yeah, which is a lot. Right that's in. a pretty wide number to me to have that many. There's some good names out there. Yeah, no, there 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 are. There's some teams that are open to listening on trades. Whether you know they're not going to trade all of them, but they're certainly listening on some of them. And and some teams have a specific uh, you know player they're open to trading. And uh, and then clearly the free agents are the free agents. So uh, so you mix them all together and try to assess you know acquisition cost, whether it's prospect capital with importing the salaries that they possess or will possess through arbitration or, you know, 
throwing a boatload of cash on a shorter or long-term deal, depending on who the free agent is. And, and you know, in some cases, there's a attachment to a qualifying offer uh, on the free agent side, but not with all of them. And so you have to factor all those pressure points in there. And, and, and then again, you know, free agents, they determine, you know, where they would prefer to play with the, the landscape that they're negotiating with. And so, you know, that's what we're still trying to determine what's more realistic than others. And, and uh, you know, at some point we gotta we gotta you know, as I use that term, land the plane. And and so uh, you know, yesterday was a good start. Took a while, but uh, we got some time left in the winter here, and so we got more work to be you know, finishing off at some point. Well, you know, when we talked to you, had just finished your season. You've now had a, another month to examine your team. What did you learn about your team in your examination in the last month that maybe you was a little different than what you thought right after the season ended? And any change in your opinion on your team or your season? No, I mean, uh, I mean, disappointing that you know uh, that we didn't, uh, you know, finish off. I mean, you uh, won 100 games, which is a nice yeah, year, that's for sure. But yes. I mean, uh, but you know, uh, on the positive side, yeah, we have a great team, and uh, on the negative side, it wasn't great enough, and uh, and we'll continue trying to. Did anything all surprise you or or displease you about your like surprise you on the downside? Like maybe you expected something that didn't happen for your team in the postseason. Was there anything that you thought? Yeah, we didn't wow, beat Bo- we didn't beat Boston. I well, thought we were okay. capable. Yeah, you are yeah. capable, but you know so, you, they outpitched you. Yeah, so uh, yeah, they they did a lot of things that that uh, you know in that series that, that allowed them to get past us, and they did it yeah. to everybody. So uh, they got but, a lot of timely hits, which is what it comes down to a lot of times. You know that timely oh, hits. Yeah. You know you got to pitch it, catch it, and then get a couple of timely hits. That's how you win. Yeah. So uh, so all I can do is continue to add to what we have, hopefully in a positive way, and and. Uh, that's our laser focus, which is continuing to, you know, hey, if we feel like this is going to make us better, uh, we're all in on trying to do it. And, uh, you know, just compared to what the other alternatives are. And, and you know, all I really care about when the dust settles is our fans feel good about it. And then when, whether it's CC, who's, you know, entering his last season of the year, or Aaron Judge, or Seve, or Tanaka, who's over in Japan right now, all these guys are like, wow. I'm excited by what they've added to the current group we've got. Um, you know, that'll that'll get me uh, my juice flowing too, because those guys obviously are important to us. And and I'm not naming all the guys, but I, you know, that also makes me feel better when 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 a Hicks or or you know or a Dylan Batanzas or all these guys are out there going. They're starting to salivate if we start adding, you know, some quality people and talent into this mix because obviously we need it. You know, we, where we need to go, we need to we need to add to it. So hopefully, uh, what we have will stay as good as they are, and and we can import some people that can make us better. You were right about Hex. I, I never thought he'd be that good a hitter. He's a good fielder. We know how athletic, athletic he is. He's been a much better hitter than I thought he would be day in and day out. He really has. He's gotten. He's improved as a hitter. He really has. Yeah, he's uh, he's talented. Um, and, you know, I, he, I love the way he goes about his business. And, obviously, we have other decisions to make. Hicks uh, and Dellen and um, uh, they're – and uh, DD, obviously, they're all free agents at the end of the year, yep. and so uh, so obviously those are also part of discussion topics for another day, I guess. You know, um, because you know they're all very talented, valuable yeah, players absolutely. moving forward, and and uh, free agency is looming, you know, at, upon us after the 2019 season. So, you know, the work never stops. You got to deal with all aspects of this stuff. It's not just trading and, and, and importing guys via free agency. You got to deal with the arbitration stuff and the pending free agent stuff as well. And so we'll see what happens. And the other thing is that I really noticed last year, Cash, is that how much the team misjudged when he wasn't there. You know, he's become that, you know, he's become that special a player. You can see that and how different the team is when he's there. It, no, you no can question. see the difference. 
I mean, he was obviously having the follow-up. You know, a lot of times people see the sophomore jinx or whatever, but that never happened here. He was in the he was an MVP MVP category type performer, and then he went down. And uh, you know, certainly we missed him. Um, and it was great to get him back, and then he impacted us in such a big way, even through the playoffs. So, yeah, he uh, you know he's a big man that casts a very uh, long shadow. He does. And uh, and so everybody feels his presence in a positive way for us when he's around, and and uh, and we know what he can do with the baseball and impact it. So it's good to get him back, and and uh, hopefully we can you know avoid having guys pitch him up and in, and and he can get out of the way a little bit easier next next time around, so we don't lose him. Yeah, that's for sure. He really made a difference, and he played well in the postseason. All right, thanks. Listen, we'll talk soon. Thanks very much. Thanks, Mike. All right, uh, Brian Cashman uh, on the uh, addition of Paxton. Typical Yankees kick every tire. You know, there are guys on the free agent market, you know the names that are on there, including guys like Happ and Avaldi's on there. Avaldi's very attractive. Now, you got to worry about his injury situation, but he's in, if he's healthy, he's a major force. Plus, he's very good in a big game, as you know, and that's a quality. He brings that quality there. Uh, and obviously, you know, top pitchers, as you know, Indians are looking to move pitchers, as we all know. And clearly... Although I'm not in love with it, Machado is a factor. There's no question. He did not dismiss him as shortstop. I gave him the opportunity to do that. He did not dismiss him as shortstop. Although you can tell how much they like Didi's defense, which is real. I and mean, they don't think Torres can play the same level of defense. You got that also. That they don't because Didi's a top shortstop. We all know that. I mean, Manny Machado can't play in Didi's league, and they don't think Torres can either. He doesn't have the range according to Cash. So you know, even yeah, we haven't seen a lot of mature, but the they know his range better than we do, and they say he doesn't have that. That his best position is either second or third going forward. So you know that, you take that into account, which makes me think they're not in love with the idea. Although there's more second base guys available, they're not in love with the idea of moving towards the shortstop. Doesn't sound like that's their first quality. And as a matter of fact, I know they've tried to at least check on a couple of shortstops in trade that haven't worked out. So, uh, they may be thinking of keeping Torres at second. I know a lot of people liked, and so did I, the idea of moving Daniel Murphy in here and giving him a role. That would only be if Torres goes to short. All right. The Devils, oh, no, no, excuse me, that's not our package. Our package starts with the Springsteen tickets, which are a great buy. We already have a bid at 8100 They that That's a big, big ticket. It's an expensive ticket on the face. Uh, and, again, that's coming to an end. So we got 8100 there, the Yankee uh, legend. Is at three thousand, and the others we uh, they are all they're all significantly up already. We'll uh, get them all up to you. They're all in the at least the lowest one's fifteen hundred already. So we just keep bidding uh, up until six thirty for those. Six o'clock for the Springsteen, which is already at eighty one hundred. One eight hundred five four eight six four seven nine. One eight hundred five hungry. Back after this. <laughs> 